Good morning, everyone. It is Neon and Beyond. We've got lots of things to get to this morning to get you up close and personal for Clark County, Southern Nevada, and the greatest state ever that is Nevada. A really good friend of Neon and Beyond, always keeping us in the know and what's going on and kind of get rid of the myths and let us know the truths. From our Southern Nevada Water Authority, Bronson Mack is with us, a media relations and outreach manager. Good morning, Bronson. How are you? Hey, good morning, Steph. So good to be back on Neon and Beyond this morning. I really appreciate you giving me some time. Oh, I love it. And, you know, I love our our little meetings every few months to let us know what's really going on. Of course, you guys have been all over the news lately with everything going on at Lake Mead and our water issues. So I don't even know where to start except... Is it going to go away? Because that seems to always be the question. I know we always talk about it, but you're always the man to bring us some hope. Well, you know, Steph, when you and I get together on this program and chat, there's usually two things that we're talking about. Number one, are we going to run out of water? And number two, what is going on with water conservation? And really, those two things are inherently connected. You know, it really is important that we as Southern Nevadans are doing everything that we can to save water to use water wisely, to use the tools that the Southern Nevada Water Authority has provided to this community so that we can be very water efficient so that as we see declining lake levels continuing to occur in Lake Mead, as we see the potential for water shortages to be declared on the Colorado River, which again, that feeds into Lake Mead, that's where we get 90% of our water supply, our conservation efforts are the key thing in which we balance our water supplies and our water demands. So to ask that question, is Southern Nevada running out of water? I mean, the answer to that really is as long as we keep conserving as a community and we keep doing our part, we're going to continue to be able to have a robust and prosperous economy here that we all depend on. But it's incumbent upon all of us to make sure that we're saving water and doing the things necessary to reduce our water use out of the community. So we've been seeing a lot of things about Lake Mead just dropping and dropping and the boat ramps moving. And some of that, of course, is environmental. Yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, really, when you look at the Colorado River and you look at what has happened to the flows of the Colorado River since the turn of the century, so since the year 2000, we have had approximately five years of above-average flows on the Colorado River in the past 21 years. So that means we've actually had 16 years of below average flows of the Colorado River. That's a decade and a half of reduced snowpack in the Rockies that has reduced the amount of runoff that hits the Colorado River, and therefore that's less water going into Lake Powell as well as into Lake Mead. And so that natural uh, drought activity. That is the environment, right? That's the reduction in snowpack. That's an increase in heat and aridity. So more arid, more dry climate that we're experiencing here. And I got to say, if you're somebody who is still scratching your head about what does climate change mean for me? Well, here in Southern Nevada, what it means for us is it means extended drought conditions. It means a warmer and drier climate. And that's all uh, the kind of thing that we have to take into account as water managers to ensure that we continue to have reliable water supplies. And that's why it's really important we continue to conserve. 
Absolutely. And we're going to get to some of those tips in a little bit, but you know, we got to get to some of the stuff that we've been seeing lately too. And then of course it goes back to all of us and you hear it within the chatter of your friends or of course in the media, but it eventually will it be no water here in the desert? Because that's something that everyone keeps talking about. Well, you have to keep in mind that there is still going to be some kind of precipitation that is going to occur here in the West. In fact, as we look at all the climate models, that have occurred. I mean, there is still an expectation that we're going to have years of above average snowpack. We're going to have wet years in the Colorado River Basin uh, going forward. When those years are going to occur, however, really remains to be seen. And what we really need to be preparing for and continuing to work towards is preparing for a warmer and drier climate. That does mean that there is likely going to be years like we have experienced over the past 21 years, of less snowpack in the Rockies and less runoff into the river. But I do not foresee a situation where it's just no runoff into the river. I mean, it's going to continue to rain. It's going to continue to snow uh, within, within the West. It's just a matter of how much of that ultimately gets into Lake Powell and Lake Mead. Now, keep in mind, Lake Powell and Lake Mead are doing exactly what they were intended to do. That is, store water in the wet years so that it's available in the dry years, We've just had a lot of dry years over the past 20 years. And that, again, is, uh, is why it's really important we continue to conserve. Absolutely. This morning on Eon and Beyond, we're talking about water issues right here in Nevada, specifically Southern Nevada. And Bronson Mack is joining us from the Southern Nevada Water Authority. He's the media relations and outreach manager, and I appreciate him coming on and helping us. And we talk about what's going on with the water here, specifically Lake Mead is what we all see right here in Las Vegas. And we need to do our part. So what do we need to be doing to help with this? Well, we as a community are all invested in Southern Nevada. And in order to continue to protect the investments that we have all made here, uh, we need to really be uh, cognizant about how we're using water, especially outdoors. Now, before I get into the outdoor water use, I think it's important just to remind everybody that all of the water that we use indoors, everything that goes down the drain inside your home, at the casinos, at the hotels, anything that goes down the drain here in Southern Nevada, we get to reclaim that water, and we take that wastewater, and we treat that wastewater to a near-drinking water standard. Our wastewater agencies in southern Nevada do such a good job on the wastewater treatment that we can safely return that water back to Lake Mead through the Las Vegas wash. And for every gallon that we put back into Lake Mead, we can take another gallon out and bring it into the valley as treated drinking water. Now, that that community-wide water reuse activity, that community-wide water recycling helps us to stretch our water supply and ensure that we all have the water that we need. It's the water that we use outdoors that we only get to use one time, and that's why we actually focus a lot of our efforts in water conservation on our outdoor water use. We make conservation pretty easy. Reduce the water that you're using outdoors because that's the water you only use once. So you need to follow the seasonal watering restrictions. Four times a year, we need everybody to go out to that sprinkler clock, and we need you to change that sprinkler clock to the watering restrictions depending on the season. We are in summertime right now, and in summer, you can water any day except Sunday and not between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. That's the hottest time of the day. Now, come September 1st, we're going to go into the fall watering restrictions. 
and everybody will only be allowed to water on three assigned watering days. And it's really important that on September 1st, we make that adjustment to the sprinkler clock because that drives down our water use by 15 to 20%. And we only get about 50% of our total population here that, that, that abides by these watering restrictions. What? If we could just get that to 65%, we could save another about 20,000 acre feet of water on the Colorado River. So it's a big impact to us when we have everybody participating in our watering restrictions. So if you're somebody who is not changing your sprinkler clock, come September 1st, I challenge you, go out there, change that sprinkler clock, join the program. It's so easy. It is easy. And you know what? Your landscape will be just fine. We've demonstrated over the past 20 years that if you're watering three days a week, in the fall, even if it is still warm outside, your landscape is going to do okay. You're yeah. going to be just fine. And, and it just surprises me that we still, I mean, and gosh, you and I have been doing this for, what, two years now, that, you know, we have to keep reminding people about when to water, when not to water, what the right things to do are and aren't. You know, we are all involved in, in a busy lifestyle here in Southern Nevada, And so, you know, from our standpoint, we are just fine reminding the community about when it's time to change the sprinkler clocks. But the most important thing is for this community to act. When you get that reminder, we need you to go out there. We need you to change that sprinkler clock three days a week in fall. So come September 1st, and then we move to our winter watering restrictions November 1st. And that's when we go to one day a week. That is our biggest time for water savings, the fall and the winter. And so it's just really important that everybody do that. Here's another tip. If you see water waste that is occurring, if you see water flowing off of a property or flowing down the gutter, you can contact your water provider, either the Las Vegas Valley Water District, City of Henderson, City of North Las Vegas, or Boulder City, depending on where you live and who provides your water to you. You can contact them, and they will go out and investigate and make sure that the individual or the property where that water waste is occurring, that that stops. And it's the same for you as a property owner. If you are wasting water, you should expect that your water agency is going to, number one, reach out to you and tell you that they've identified you have water waste on your property and you need to change or correct that issue. Number two, if you've already received a warning, you could end up with a water waste fine. And those water waste fines, depending on where you are in the valley, start as high as $80. So we are serious about water conservation. We are serious about preventing water waste. And you can find more information on preventing water waste at snwa.com, as well as all of the contacts for those municipalities that do those investigations. What has been, I I know I'm totally just putting you on the spot here, but what has been the biggest, and not a business, but maybe just the residential, what's been the biggest fine that anyone's ever got? Can can we even share that? Well, here's the way that the fines work, is they start, at least in the Las Vegas Valley Water District Service Territory, they start at $80. And if you have subsequent fines that occur beyond that, uh, those fines double. So you go from 80 to 160 to 320 and they will go all the way up to to about to about 1200 bucks so we have had individuals that have come uh very close to if not hitting that cap um usually however those are those are properties 
where we've had either a property owner that lives out of state and just has been unresponsive to the issue until, of course, they get that big that big fine, um, and then they start to take that corrective action. And that's what the fines are all about. It's really about trying to get our, our water users here in southern Nevada to use water efficiently and prevent that water waste from occurring. And just tapping you on the shoulder and asking you to stop doing it sometimes isn't effective. Those fines really do uh, come into play there and do help to get people to change their behavior. If you want to find out more, too, you can check out snwa.com. Lots of things going on, and we are going to be fine. We just all have to do our part, basically, is, is what I'm getting today, yes? Well, there's no doubt that our community will continue to have reliable water supplies so long as we are all conserving. And here's one other thing just to keep in mind, Steph. In 2002, Southern Nevada used more than its allocation of Colorado River water. Our water use in 2002 exceeded our 300,000 acre foot limit. Now, we were allowed to use more water because of some other rules that were in play at the time. But since 2002, this community has reduced its consumption of Colorado River water, that's water from Lake Mead, by 25%. And our population has increased during that same time by 46%. About 800,000 new people have moved to the wow. valley Whew. since 2002. So we are providing more people with less water today than we did a decade ago. And that is because we have gotten smarter about how we use water. We're using water more efficiently, and we're really being mindful of that outdoor water use. And we need to continue to do that so that we can continue to protect the investments we have all made here in Southern Nevada and ensure reliable water supplies for future generations of this community. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You just, I just feel so much better. We're going to be okay. And we have water every time we get to talk to you. I appreciate you. Well, thank you so much for having us on Steph and sharing the conservation message. Keep your foot on the conservation gas pedal, Southern Nevada and stay water smart. Absolutely. Bronson Mack, Media Relations and Outreach Manager from our Southern Nevada Water Authority and all the water issues here in Nevada. Have a great day, Bronson. Happy early 4th of July to you, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Steph. (laughs) Bye-bye.